first three Prakim of Brachas talked about the mitzvah of Kriyashma. The two Prakim after that talked about Tefillah, talked about Shemana Esrei. The sixth parak talked about Brachas, Ketzad Mavarchim, moving on to Brachas Amazin. The seventh parak was about uh, Brachas Azimun, was about making a Mizumin after benching. In this parak, the eighth parak, so we talk about various different dinim that happened during the Suda. In particular, Machlekesin about between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel uh, about these different halachas in the Suda. The first thing Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argue about is the Nusach of Kiddush. We're familiar with the fact that you always make a Bar Priya Gefen the beginning and then afterwards you make the Kiddush. However, that being the Shita of Beis Hillel is the way that we practice, but Beis Shammai actually says that first you make the Kiddush, first you talk about Kiddush Sayyim. Then afterwards, Baripriya Geffen. Why? Because Beis Shammai says, number one, is that Shabbos or Yontif comes first, and then only then you have Kiddush. Also, it was the Shabbos or the Yontif that causes the mitzvah of Kiddush. Beis Hol, on the other hand, says we follow the rule of Tadr Vishayna Tadr Tadr Kaidim. That since uh, the bracha on wine is constant and Kiddush is not, you make the bracha on wine first. And primarily, Beis Hillel says that you already make Kiddush in Shemona Esrei. The Kiddush that we make at home is only because of the fact that we have wine or we have bread. Without the wine or bread, you're not going to make this Kiddush. So the whole nature of this Kiddush is that it's a wine bracha. It's a Kiddush, it's a Kiddush a la Kos, and therefore you start off with the Kos. So the Mishnah says, Elu devarim shebein beishamai u Beis Hillel besuuda. These are the two, uh, these are the things which uh, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argue about in the Suda. Beis Shammai says, First you make a bracha on the day, and then afterwards you make a bracha on the wine. Beis Hillel Beis Hillel says, first you make a bracha on the wine, and then afterwards you make the bracha of Kiddush. The next Mishnah, while sounding very innocent, is the tip of a major iceberg. Uh, simply put, Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argue about when do you wash, when do you wash your dayim in the Suda. Do you wash your dayim in the Suda before drinking the wine, let's say Kiddush, or only after Kiddush? Very reminiscent of uh, the Minig Ashkenaz and uh, the Minig of uh, other Minhagim. The Minig of Ashkenaz, the, uh, the Yekas, so they wash Nathil Sidayim before Kiddush. And uh, then they make Kiddush and then they have Hamoitzi. Whereas other Minhagim, standard practice is that first you make Kiddush and then afterwards you wash and then afterwards you uh, make Hamoitzi. Now, that's clearly not what's going on over here between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, because we have to end up poskening like Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel's shita is over here is that you uh, first, uh, what's it called, is you first, you first uh, make a bracha on the kais, and then afterwards you wash, and then you have the rest of the suda. Uh, what's really going on over here is you have a machlekes between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel and Hilchus Tuma and Tahara about which type of kalim you're able to use at the Suda, and in turn, because of the fact that you have such kalim at the Suda, so uh, 
it's going to make people's hands tummy, and um, that's not uh, that's 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 not a good thing. Um, for starters, there's a takana derabanan, a din derabanan, that a person's hands are considered to be a sheni lutuma. Considered to be um, a sheni lutuma is the second step after the avatuma. Let's say you have a sheretz. The sheretz makes something else tame that's a rishon lutuma. Let's say adam vekelim, and then after that you have a sheni lutuma. Ordinarily, a sheni lutuma cannot make anything else tame except for truma and kadshim. But a person's hands midrabanan are considered to be a sheni lutuma. Why? Um, the rabbanan said that because of the fact that a hand, person's hands are busy and tend to get dirty, and uh, it's not mechubedik for a person to eat truma with dirty hands. So therefore, we gave a person's hands a din of a sheni latuma, so one should never eat truma with dirty hands. Um, righteous individuals always make made sure to have their hands clean clean entirely whenever they ate, so that get rid of the tuma of the yadayim that the hands are uh, have a din of a sheni latuma until you do natila. Okay, so we want everybody at the suda to have clean hands. That's why we do natilas yadayim. All right. Based on that halacha, so we get into another fix. You have a machlekes between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel about a kli, which is tamay on the outside and tahar on the inside. Uh, now, how does such a thing happen? Well, the truth of the matter is, just like a person really can't just have his hands tamay, it makes no sense, the person is either totally tahar or totally tamay. The Rabbanan made it that his hands are tamay. But the same thing is true with a kli. A kli is either totally tame or totally tar. So how does it become that uh, a kli is only half tame, tame on the outside? So the way that this happens is the Rabbanan instituted that if a kli becomes tame, midrabbanan, meaning, let's say that it becomes tame with a mashke, that uh, only became, that became tame from a sheni latuma. Uh, ordinarily, a sheni latuma cannot be metame anything except kudshim and truma. But the Rabbanan instituted that since mashkin are likely to become tame, and we want to make sure that you stay away from that, so we said that mashkin at the very at the very least always have a din of a rishon latuma, and therefore they can be metame kalim. So if you have mashkin, let's say you have uh, water, and water. <coughs> Water um, became tame, and uh, it's tame durabonan, and it's metame a kli. So this kli is only really tame durabonan. As a hecker, that this kli is only tame durabonan. The rabbanan said that the outside is going to be tame because that's where it got hit, assuming that that's where it got hit, and the inside is tar. Okay, here's where the machlokes between beishamai and beisilo comes in. Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argue about whether you're allowed to use such kalim at Yesuda. Can you use a kli that's tahar on the outside and tam and tahar in the in, on the inside and tummy on the outside? Why? What's the machlokas? So Beis Shammai says you can't use such a kli because we're afraid that what's going to happen is is that the liquid from the inside of the kli is going to drip to the outside or spray to the outside of the kli, and therefore what's going to happen is is that the uh, What's it called? A person is going. the The liquid is going to, the liquid is going to, is going to come in contact with the tuma on the outside of the kli, 
and then the person's hands are going to come in contact with that liquid, and the person's hands are going to become tummy, and we don't want that. So therefore, Beis Shammai says you can't use such kalim. Beis Hillel said it's not a problem because Beis Hillel said that we're not choshesh, that the liquid from the inside of the kli is going to spray to the outside of the kli, and therefore you can use such kalim. Okay. Beis Shammai, since they held that you can't use kalim, which are tummy on the outside and tar on the inside, so they say that you always have to do natilas yadayim before you make kiddush or before you drink the kos. Why? Because what we're afraid is, is if a person doesn't do Natilas Yadayim before he drinks his kos, his hands are going to be Tameh. Since his hands are going to be Tameh, so then we're afraid that there is going to be liquid that comes out of the Kli. The liquid will come in touch with his hands. The liquid will come in touch with his hands. The liquid will be Tameh. That liquid is a Rishon Latuma Durabanan. It's going to be Matameh the Kos. And if it's Matameh the Kos on the outside, so then you can't use it because then the whole thing starts all over over again, because we're afraid that more liquid is going to drip out, or that same liquid is going to drop and drip out, the kos is going to be Matameh's hands, and then we're back where we started from. So therefore, according to Beishamai, you have to make sure that you matire your hands before you use the kos. Beis Hillel, on the other hand, says, listen, that certainly is not a problem, because, uh, what's it called, we're not choshesh, that any water is going to drip out. Beis Hillel, though, says that Adarabah, what a person has to do is a person has to only, uh, what's it called, <clears throat> a person has to only do Natilas Yadayim after Kiddush, after he, after, he, uh, after he drinks the kos. And Adarab, Beis Hillel says that if a person is going to, uh, is, is going to wash, and then afterwards he's going to, He's going to drink the Kiddush. So according to Beis Hill, he says that we have a much more serious problem. Why? Because since Beis Hill's shita is, is that you can use a kos, which is Tameh on the outside. So if a person washes his hands, and his hands are very likely still going to be wet, the kos on the outside that he's using is likely to be Tameh. You can use such a kos, so then what's going to happen? is that the tumor from the coast is going to go to the water, the tumor from the water is going to go to the hands, and then we're back where we started from, is that your hands are tummy and you can't eat the suda. So therefore, according to Beis Hill, Beis Shammai, um, we have a machlokas as to when you wash your hands, based on whether you're allowed to use tummy kalim, uh, kalim that are tummy on the outside, to are on the inside at your suda which in turn is determined by whether we're choshesh, that water is going to come out from the inside of the kli to the outside of the kli. Let's see it inside. Beishamai, Yomrim Beishamai says, Neitlim liyadayim, you first do natilos yadayim, making your hands tahor, ba'achakach meizgimesa kais, and then afterwards you drink the kais, you dilute the kais, why? Because if you don't do Natilas Yadayim first, we're afraid the hands are tame. Your hands are going to be tame. There will be liquid on the outside of the kais that sprays in. It's going to be matame the kais, and you can't use such a kais because we're choshesh that it's going to be matame people's hands. Well, Beis Hillel, Beis Hillel says, Aymrim, Meizgimes Akais, Fakert. First, you have to drink the wine because if you drink the wine with filthy or with wet with wet hands, the wet hands are very likely to get tummy from the kais. 
And then afterwards, you wash your hands. After you wash your hands, then you're not dealing with a kais anymore. You're dealing with food. And food, everybody makes sure that their hands are totally dry, and it's not going to be a problem. That is the machlekes between Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel. The halacha is, is that you can use kalim, which are tummy on the outside and tahar on the inside. Bizman we're all tummy, we're not choshesh for such things. However, just a convenient way of remembering how the halacha is, it's basically the way that we do things on Shabbos, that first we make kiddush, and then afterwards uh, we wash, and then afterwards we eat the suda.